What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Crown One. And it's your boy, Don't Blink. Yeah. And uh, it's the Future Focus. Future Focus. Man, it's been a minute. Yes, sir. It has been quite some time since we have gotten together, since we have uh, done the show. Um, right, this is right. new. So right. how are yeah. you guys doing? Uh, you can actually see our faces for once. Um, hopefully you guys are doing well. You guys are staying prayed up. Um, we are staying prayed up in our household. And I uh, hope you guys are too. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Right. We, right. Prob- we probably won't get onto all of it. It'll probably be some hot takes. Some hot takes on um, what we have to say regarding culture. Mm. regarding politics true true and most importantly regarding the spiritual um where do you want to start brother man uh 2020 <laughs> has been a year man. <laughs> these six months has been like what oh uh, man it has been a roller coaster yeah a roller coaster. You're always. It just seems like since since February, you've been waiting, like getting ready for your stomach to drop. And as soon as you think your stomach's gonna drop, you get taken up. And then when you think you're gonna keep going up, 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 your stomach drops again. You right. Know? And you're. It's like it's like riding a bl- a roller coaster blindfolded. If right. you don't understand the times and know what to do. Right. Um, right. So culturally, um, everybody's experiencing. COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus, it is effective. It is effective, not affected um, jobs. It has affected homes. It has affected men, women, children, uh, senior citizens. I have lost two people personally in my Mm. family. Um, I know other people that have lost family members. Wow. And um, it is certainly a shift if you've ever seen one. um, Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so, you know, we just wanted to hop on and regenerate Future Focus because we've been quiet. And some people were wondering, like, hey, like, why isn't Future Focus going on? What, you know, what's, what do you guys think about this? You guys are always breaking down things from a spiritual perspective. And we, right, we miss right. that. We need that. And so right. this is not a new thing for people that are new joining us on YouTube or joining us on Facebook or, you know, watches and stuff like that. This isn't a new thing. We have, I want to say, maybe 20 plus episodes um, that we've done over the, over the course of the years. And they're really in-depth and different breakdowns and stuff like that. But back to the subject at hand, uh, culturally. Right. You got COVID. Um, and then you have various people. Unfortunately, there's so many. I couldn't remember them all verbatim but brianna taylor is the most recent um you know the uh the other brother that was uh killed george floyd who was uh murdered senselessly so it's 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 many different people that have been affected culturally um and as we said in previous future focus episodes anything that happens in the natural is first spiritual Mm. Um, I have been blessed to be married to my wife Judy, who prophesied things and 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 she prophesied 
that something was coming upon the land and we didn't know exactly what, but the Bible says, according to Paul, that we prophesy in part, which right, is a whole different right, thing we'll right. have to break into. Right. Uh, so we knew something was coming. We didn't know mm. it was going to be a pandemic of a global scale, scale within health. Uh, we didn't know that there was going to be an upramp of police brutality towards a particular skin-toned people. Um, because there is no race, there's a human race. And no, I'm not whitewashing or colonizing things. That's biblically speaking, that's just what it is. Um, so the first response I say to anyone on any level, whether your response to the pandemic and people dying is God is cleaning house or your response is that we should sing or worship our way through or your response is that we need to be anarchists and not listen to the government and not wear masks and not do this and that. Um, Through dedication and reading the word of God, I personally have realized that you're not necessarily wrong speaking on all those different aspects, but just because you're not wrong does not mean that you speaking against someone else that is speaking those same three things that I laid out that you're not in error because we prophesy in part. So in this season, there are houses that are being cleaned. Whether that house is, is personal as far as family or that house is corporate as far as a church house, whether it's small, medium, large, or it could be the house of your soul. Um, as mm. far as singing through it and worshiping through it, a lot of people do need to get back to worship. A lot of people do need to get into a position of praise. And as far as not listening to the government, I agree to an extent. Um, be wise as a serpent, yet peaceful as a dove. So we just have to be cognizant that we are Christians first. I am a Christian mm. who happens to be black. Right. I am a Christian who happens to be living in America. I am a Christian who happens to be 29 years old. I'm not black and that's it. And there's a whole nother movement culturally going on now where there um, is a certain individual that's saying black is king. Um, And, you know, switching from the cultural to the spiritual you know, I don't know if you had anything to say about that culturally before. I just go ahead and switch topics on you there. <laughs> oh, it's been crazy, as we know it. Um, I was just, I was just, um, really, really was just. I didn't know what to expect, um, but I knew the Lord had laid on my heart by June. He told me by June I would understand. And so then I can remember like in February, I was weeping and God was trying to show me something and I just couldn't handle, I couldn't really, I just think my spirit wasn't open enough to really receive what God was trying to show me. But it's this heaviness, this is, it was on me. And I thought it was intercession, just an intercede for whatever, because I'm a pastor. And so I think it was, I thought it was just me to intercede, but this was a hard cry. This was a hard intercession. This was a hard um, um, you know, I, I can't really express the way I felt, but I just knew something was coming. I didn't know exactly what was coming. 
Um, but the Lord told me by June, I wouldn't know. And so here we are by June and we know mm. exactly what's going on. Well, I'm sorry, we're in July now. So understanding that we're knowing what's going on. And so this is, I think this is what all the Lord could show me and tell me because maybe I just wasn't open enough. And even that first week, the first week we had to stay at home. I, I think I had an issue. Uh, I, I, I was, uh, I, I don't know if there's different, I believe there's different levels of panic. And so I was just on this mild level of panic uh, internally and, and just doing a, like a overall self check, a soul check and just different things that, you know, we've delved into study of uh, what can happen around these different times. I remember one time you talked about anarchy. And this was years ago, uh, uh, Steve. You remember you talked yeah. about anarchy, and so it was just 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 those type of things we had kind of came across, but we really didn't know when. And now we're in this time, um, you know. Hence that, you know, I was not pastoring a church. Uh, you wasn't married, so there was different things that happened in the midst of us even doing this broadcast or doing this podcast that that's just transpired. So. Culturally, man, um, just learning how to adjust to and learning what is actual, factual information and what isn't. I think I think that's affecting us as a culture. Also, mm. you know what? What's um, you know, and, and really, that's been a really or a real really, really have to put on your discernment if you want to, you refer to a term uh, concerning having an car anointing, if you will. Um, so having that anointing, it's time to have that anointing now to have discernment. But I'm even seeing that you have to have that during the, uh, the Issachar anointing, that you have to have that during the, um, you have to have discernment even with the prophetic voices that's <laughs> releasing yes. different things. Yes. Uh, so within the prophetic community, you have to have a prophetic voice because now we have what? We have platforms. We have we have Zoom. We have all, we have streaming has been, it's free now where before you, you have to pay for streaming. It's not right. new, but you know, streaming has came along where apps has been developed to use, you know, from your phone, what have you. So, now you have these voices with these accessible platforms to, you know, release what God is showing them. And like you said before, the prophetic is in part. So we have people speaking governmentally. Right. In part. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm now become a stickler on, being prepared for the platform, being prepared. If you're going to be a voice, and now it's not hard to be a voice because you don't have to go and travel the nations to be a voice now. Um, you can do it from your home. And so and so to be a voice and to, to self-proclaim yourself as a voice, then, you know, please have the work, have, have the rank, have the assignment, have the mandate. Don't just, you know, be up here proclaiming stuff or saying things with inaccuracy, especially if it's not even, uh, I'm getting in trouble, hermetically correct with the scriptures. And yeah. so we have people, even those who are well-renowned voices, 
speaking against, you know, eschatology and coming against all these different things where you're prophesying against the Bible. And Prophet so, lion. <laughs> Prophet lion. <laughs> I, I, you know what? And, and I, I'm a, I'm a, I feel for the untrained prophetic voice, untrained prophet or untrained prophetic individual that's trying to step in an arena that they don't really have uh, the shoes to walk in and because they're not equipped to train and speaking on subject matter where their mm, educational demographic doesn't allow them to go. Right. And that's what I'm seeing. And this is what, and so it's just, that's what I'm seeing. Well, that's, that's, that's the different, that's the different scopes, right? Yeah. So, you know, from, from one level, and I'm totally biting off of Alexander Pagani. Right, so yes, y'all sir. that know who Alexander Pagani yes, is, I'm yes, totally sir. biting his stuff right now. Right. Which is true. I remember that post. So from, from, so from, one, from one scope, you have people that are trying to stay holy because all they know is holiness. Right. And, you know, they're calling out everybody and they're calling out themselves. Right. And then from another level, you have people that, you know, they're calling out people, but they're doing it in love and they're all about exalting the Lord above themselves. So they're more focused on worship and coming together and congregating and not focusing on the things of this world or things that affect us naturally. They're focused on right. heavenly things. So, you know, right. you can on either end of those two spectrums, you can fall into a, a, a spectrum of your heavenly good, your, your heavenly focus, but no earthly good or your earthly good. And no heaven, uh-huh. you know, heavenly, your earthly <laughs> focus and no heavenly good. Right, um, right. Third perspective, you know, you can trip up on any level because on the third perspective, you might be a mega church, you might be a medium sized church, and you're focused on the politics and how what you say and what how you function can be received and reserved because now you have a platform, you have a follower. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. So there. The Lord uses all of us, and it, and we'd be a fool to say, "Well, the Lord is using me; He's not using you." And we have to be sure to test the spirit by the spirit and validate it with the Word of God, because the Word of God is a two-edged sword. What I want to point to scripturally, because we always try to bring a scripture into what we discuss, so right. that it is not emotionally based or this is what crown one thinks this is what reggie thinks this is what i think no this is what the word of god says culturally um and a lot of people are panicked so i want to point out to psalm 91 Um, those of you that are watching on the 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 video via youtube or uh um facebook you'll be able to see this but psalms 91 uh verse 5 says thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night nor the arrow that flieth by day verse 6 nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday yes, a thousand shall fall at thy side uh, and 10,000 at thy right hand man. but it shall not come nigh thee only with right. thine eyes shalt thou behold the reward of the wicked because mm-hmm. thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, refuge. even the most high, thy habitation. habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Now here's something I want to point out before we move on to the next verse, which is Joshua yes, 1, 9, those that are following with. Uh-huh. The biggest thing we want to point out here is that a thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right side. I for one have lost people in my life that are very 
high value to me. Right. And because of this time, culturally, with the COVID-19, I have not had the opportunity to mourn their death physically or mm. even process it. Right. Uh, so the verse, uh, chapter, chapter 91 in Psalms, verse 7, a thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand. The, the significance of thy side versus thy right hand is that when the Bible speaks about thy right hand, even when it comes to the mark of the beast, which is another episode we're going to do later, when it talks about <laughs> at thy right hand, your right hand is the dominant hand, the dominant way that you carry your life, the dominant way that you do things, the dominant way that you behave. Mm-hmm. So in these, those that are considered to be at thy right hand, Jesus is at the right hand of the father. He is right. very significant to God. Right. Without Christ, you shall not see the Lord. So, right. Those are people that are close to you. So a thousand shall fall at thy side. That could be a stranger. That could be a politician, a celebrity, so on and so forth. We've had celebrity deaths. Thousands right. shall fall at that side. Those are people that are not that connected to you, but you feel their pain. Then it mm-hmm. says, and 10,000 at thy right hand, but yes. it shall not come nigh thee. So that's family members, that's special friends that you care about, so on and so forth, that you have invested value in. And it says, only thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. That means that the, <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but the reward of the wicked. So there's a reward for doing good and there's a reward for doing evil. The word of the Lord says so right here. Those who are watching the video, only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Reward of the wicked. What is a reward? Mm-hmm. Reward is a consequence for a given action, be it good or evil. Right. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. So in this, going back to culture where we said the three different levels of prophets, because we right. prophesy in part, those that are speaking about conviction and you need to clean your house, you need to get right, you need to stop Uh sinning, you need to stop doing that. They are making the Lord their habitation. Those that are, (laughs) those that are trying to worship and sing and bring the church together and bring communities together to worship the Lord and praise the Lord. They are making the Lord and the praises of his people, their habitation. Those that are trying to be persistent against the government from assembling one thyselves together, kind of paraphrasing, but that's what the good word says. They are making the house of God, the people of God, as uh, um, Matthew 18, 20 states, their habitation. So because mm-hmm. they're trying to, with all their might in the natural and spiritual, make the Lord their habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, which is why, if those people are speaking, now, if you don't receive the word, you don't receive the word, but because they're right. speaking those things in part and they're prophesying in part, no evil shall befall them. Right. That's verse 10. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. So going right. into uh, Joshua 1, nine, let me make sure y'all can see that. Because I don't know. Okay, y'all can see Joshua 1, nine. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm getting I'm getting used to it. Forgive me. Forgive me. Um, Joshua one nine. Let me highlight it here. 
Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Mm-hmm. So culturally, when you make the Lord your dwelling place, when you make the Lord your habitation, when you're seeking mm-hmm. him, and no matter what cultural shift is happening, whatever is going on in the world, he will be with you whithersoever you go. It's in a thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. And a lot of times we, I'm guilty of this. Crown is guilty of this. A lot of times we're like, Lord, why is this happening? Why does such and such die? Why does such and such, why does such and such get COVID? Why did right. such and such, all this type of stuff. But we got to remember we have to keep the Lord our dwelling. And lately I'm trying to make the Lord my dwelling place. I might not be with the Lord right now physically, but what I'm trying to do while I'm at work, while I'm at another job or while I'm out and about in the streets with my mask on and my hand sanitizer and (laughs) all that kind of stuff, (laughs) I'm trying to keep my mind on the things of the Lord. So when things pop up and the enemy uses people and tries to shift my mindset from the things of the Lord or, or what, God has me to focus on in this season. I'm like, wait a minute, Lord's my habitation. I'm making the Lord my habitation. He's 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 in me. We are the church. The kingdom is within us. Right. Um, but that's what I had to say about culture. Mm-hmm. Feel, you know, I don't know if you had anything to add to that. Well, I mean, you know, we were just discussing the prophetic culture. I was not really addressing the three different perspectives. Of the prophetic, I was really addressing those who are on the top tier level, and then they're, you know, speaking against scripture. Just anyone who's in error at this time—that's what I was a little less concerned yeah. about. But yeah. I agree with your, you know, what you're saying that everybody's perspective, whoever they are, is different because of demographic and ex- for exposure or lack of exposure. So, you know, the more you expose to, the more your horizon broadens, the more you have experience. So, this is this is a. Uh, where I'm at. So um, I understand that. Um, I, um, so this is what I want to express and, you know, break, basically break it down. So culturally, it's just, I think, you know, we're stretched, extended now culturally now because now our whole um, demographic, our whole, um, you know, our, our, our genre, our perspective as young black and you know, African-American males are, is being, uh, you know, now Talk just about focused on, and now we're just being, uh, now we're, now we're being divided within ourselves. Mm. We've already been divided within ourselves, but now um, it's a matter, you know, the men are being separated from the boys. And so, you know, so within that, now the definition of a man and a boy is being exploited now because, you know, if you don't do this, you're not a man. If you don't do this, you're a boy. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you don't, you know, so, so now right. you're seeing the, what the, I don't want to say overlay, but you're seeing the, the expo, expose on the dysfunction of the black male. And so on top of that, you know, we are being killed. We are being abused. We are being, we are suffering from a psychological slavery and warfare. So all these things are now coming to a head. And, you know, we, me and you both know that it's all, the whole zenith of this is to cause civil unrest. So 
we understand that, you know, we, 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 we're very much aware of these things. Um, but it just seemed like the, and I do believe, I do believe people know and understand that, but I think they're so, what they're, so I, I believe that this strategy is there. I believe that people know they don't care, you know, and because it's really frustrating. And so this is just where we are, you know. It's, um, it's, it's hard not to be emotionally charged as a young black man or as right. a black person, period. Mm-hmm. Right. And additionally, when you are in antagonized and charged right. um, based upon predisposed misinformation. Right. So on one hand, God is three parts. We are three parts. Mm-hmm. Mind, spotted, mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on, emotionally, you want to respond a certain type of way. Like, listen, bro, don't you pull that gun on me because just because you think you have a weapon doesn't mean you know how to use it. I know how to, I know, how, I know some things too. Uh, the government, the system yeah. that we, to a fault, put trust in is not taking care of us. Right. So, Emotionally, we want to respond a certain way, but going back to what I was saying, we have to make the Lord a habitation. So we have to respond kingdomly, not culturally. Right. And to respond kingdomly is to uphold the laws of the land, but we need to stand up for righteousness. Mm-hmm. And stand in the gap for those that are being treated unjustly. So I am all for um, protests and stuff like that. But when you start doing things that's contrary to the word of God, like looting and killing people and all this other type of stuff, that's not what God would have us to do. It's just <laughs> not. It's this. It's and that's kind of a sub subtopic of principle versus preference, right? Okay. And a lot of times we argue one over the other like they're synonymous and they're not. Like principle is like a law. Like you can't unless the laws change, <laughs> the law is gonna stay the same. Right. You can't change principle. It's a principle. Preference, uh, okay. I don't I don't write with my my left hands, I write with my right. You right. know, someone writes with their left. That's a preference. It's not. A, right. It's not a principle. You have to write with your right hand, or you're going to get no. Like it's, right. it's a preference. So we got a lot of people profit lying. A lot of people using the word of God, misusing it, lying on God, lying on the principles of God, saying God would have you not say anything, or God would have you do this, that, and the third. Right. Show me an example, because what you're doing is misusing the word of God to fit your own personal agenda. Right. And then that falls into like false doctrine and stuff like that. So Right, right. Which is very right. much. <laughs> it's <laughs> rampant. In, it in is practice. so rampant. So. And, 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 you know, there's a great fall in a way of people um, of high stature within the faith that are, you know, media based. Um, right. There's a great falling away of unfortunately my age bracket of people that willingly follow God beyond 
this age bracket because a lot of church people, which is one of the reasons why we restarted up Future Focus, is silent on these matters. And they're not what what the church is a lot out some church people, the one the ones that's promoted, I should say, the ones that get the 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 attention is the ones that either speak false or the ones that speak on a small, small topic and they don't expound upon how to, to divulge and, and dive into this information that we're receiving. And that's what future focus specialty is like, you know, it's one thing to be militant. It's another thing to go out slaying a bunch of people of particular pigment because a system has mistreated us. Um, some people want to call me a certain type of word because I'm speaking this way. That's all right. I'm not thinking with my skin. I'm thinking with the, the, the things of God, the kingdom of God. And so as a Christian, as a young black Christian, my goal is for everyone to serve the Lord, not be down with my click. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, oh man, I, I I strongly agree with that. You got some more? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh Go no. So so, so 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 the last thing we'll unpack is like our allegiance is to Christ and Christ alone. Our right. allegiance is to Christ, and then our spouse and then our family, and then our skin tone. So while I may want to argue with someone who pulled a gun on me, it may not be in my best interest as a Christian to argue with someone that pulled a gun on me or is talking to me racistly. And I bring that up because I was experienced that, and I had failed that test. Uh, you know, or... You just, we just have to be, we have to be, <laughs> wow, Lord, Lord is awesome. We have to be slow to, quick to, quick to listen and slow to wrath, slow, slow to speak. Right. And say, okay, Lord, how would you have me respond to this given situation? How would you have me function when I, when I feel offended? You know, and why am I offended? Am I offended because I'm putting too much allegiance in this being that you made me? Or am I offended righteously? Is it is it un, is it unfounded offense in the kingdom sense? Right. I, I think that um, there's several postures you can take, <laughs> positions. <laughs> you, you can always you can always you you can always you know rebel in the flesh, and 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 still and have, you know, you can tell the truth in love. Yeah. Um, you can you know you can analyze it. You know, because I think I think hostile environments are is you know we're at the brink of those those things happening. I think we have to prepare uh, to be ready for that type of engagement um, because you know warfare is is war, and so you have to understand that you know the enemy is not playing fair, and so he's going to challenge us who are. Christians. So you said kingdom of God. And so what struck me is that, you know, we might have some listeners that have a different interpretation of kingdom. Talk about you it. Know? And so we have, we have, 
you know, is doing Islamic, they have their definition of a kingdom. And so you have different levels, right? So you have different levels, understandings of interpretation of what kingdom is. Mm. And so all of these interpretations is, is being engraved into this whole microcosm of what we call culture. And so now, so now we have all of this interpretation of what a kingdom is and that we are of this kingdom. So we have our kingdom. We know our kingdom reigns supreme. You know, we understand the kingdom of God is within us. But then these saints, these different erroneous doctrines are also having their interpretation of what their kingdom is. And so we have all this. So I mentioned this in Bob study last night. I said America was not ready for uh, the level of warfare that the, you know, uh, I don't know, Iraq or Iran or whoever um, brought to the table, they thought that we were going to be, you know, we thought we were going to dominate. But then, but then this whole devotion of I'm going to kill myself and everyone around me, you know, that level of warfare and devotion to their God, you yep. know, kind of just kind of blew us out of the water because. We're trying to survive and outlast. So you have to understand war. War is, you know, it's not really about the explosion of who we kill. It's about how much money and finance and how much we can economically sustain ourselves to dominate. So if you run out of your money, your finance, you run, you run out of product, you run out of, 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 uh, of producing uh, weapons, then we win the war. Yep. And so you got to understand that this is this is this is what it's all about. Is that we if we can outlast you, then we can win. We can have dominion over you because now we have depleted all 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 of your 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 you know your, your resources finance, your resources. So therefore, now we can dominate and rule over you. And so this is this is a journey. This is not a this is this is a marathon, not a sprint. So understanding those things is where so so. We understand in, in the Holy Scripture, the ancient canon, that you know we've already won this particular battle. We understand Man, that. You getting you know, a little? Uh, we, we we ain't got time to dig into all that. I mean, we kind of we could shift into the spiritual topic. I mean, we so, so we understand those things. So just just let's just leave that as a surface right now. But oh, man. You know, when you said that, it just kind of triggered that there's other thinkings, other thoughts other school of thoughts that are, are, are approaching us and are looking at it from that perspective. So I think all of this is challenging all of us to look at everybody's perspective. You know, it's calling all of us to come together. You know, it's, it's identifying the racism in, in Christendom. You know, it's, it's, it's identifying the racism in the kingdom. It's identifying the racism with how people truly feel, even though they see a, a different race every day, speak to them, and, you know, I go to barbecue with them, have dinner with them, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? This is, but this is how I really feel about this. No, you cannot marry my daughter, even though your son is black or vice versa, or, or you can't marry my Asian you know, daughter because you're Hispanic. So all of these things are being exposed now. And so it's no longer, they say that the Southern, is more direct racism. And so now we see that the up north is more indirect. So, you know, all these different things now is being, uh, you know, and I, and I believe it's one word that's being released on the earth. It's, it's, it's nihilism. And that's, you know, it's, it's all the isms and schisms, but nihilism is the one thing that's said, if I continue to program you uh, a certain way, then then when I, I, I'm going to make you react to, you know, once, once I trigger you, you're going to react to this. 
you know, and so this is what I'm seeing as a culture. And so this is what, you know, we preach against. This is what we are, are these deep prophetic perspectives or words or perspectives you said just earlier that we're, we're in part, but we're coming together to, to destroy these different other voices that's not of God. Yeah, and, and, and since we're on a topic um, of false doctrines, I, you, you brought up the scripture to my memory. Um, first Timothy six, three uh-huh. through five, it says, right. if any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine, which is according to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and strifes of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, evil surmisings, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness from such withdraw thyself. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Paul said, withdraw yourself. Withdraw yourself. And I'm going to be honest. This is one of my problems because I, I'm the main dude, main Christian. I will stand there and try to argue and give them scripture and give them right. cultural references and be right. like, listen, you not don't understand. Da, 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 da. And you said it earlier, I'm staying on the surface. I won't go deep. <laughs> kingdoms. There's many different understandings of a kingdom. I'm a kingdom right. this, I'm a kingdom that. Oh, I'm a king. Oh, I'm a queen. Da, 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 da. I'm sure we're talking about the kingdom of God. So, Right. <laughs> when they talk about when it says the doctrine was according to godliness, uh, you know, and from such conversations, he is proud, knowing nothing. Make, make, he knows nothing. So why am I arguing with him when he's more than likely already been overturned to that spirit, to that kingdom? Oh, man. Indoctrinated. Indoctrinated. Indoctrinated you know? into it. So, so Groom. This from, this from, we've been we have teenagers that are struggling, that are that know the truth, that know the way we raise our kids. You know, but they've been indoctrinated. How are you indoctrinated? Uh, once again, I was beginning to give him all the credit. He said that, you know, you want to indoctrinate someone, put it in the song. Uh. So, you know, put it in in the song, and we're both musically inclined, and, you, yeah. and we realize we want to preach the doctrines of our music. So, you know, they indoctrinate. The, the so so you indoctrinated to 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 release the nihilism in you to cause yeah. you to pro, be provoked to be anti- this is what we're seeing and this is the, this is just a whole lot um that we're we're going into and understanding and comprehending and this is this is crazy because you're you know we're engaging um this and it's very intense to, it's just very intense time. And, um, yeah. And, and they're going to be angry. You know, we, we wanted, you know, we wanted, um, the protest to stop. We wanted to, we want all these things to end, but they're not ending. And so this is, uh, this is the things that we're facing as a people and as Christians. Yeah. And, as we, you know, yeah. as we're trying to, and do a sound doctrine, and as we um, deal with uh, persecution, so yeah, you know, that's my take on it. We we fight not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. Like, oh, 
you know, I'm not going to get it. I'm not. <laughs> that's a lot. That's next time. That's next that's time. time. That's <laughs> next time. We're going to talk about that next time. But no, it's, um, man, it's, it, it is so deep. And the Lord has just been showing me so many things regarding his word, scriptures that, you know, and that's why if, if you guys walk away with anything, what we talked about today, make the Lord your habitation. I was yes, talking yes. to a brother the other day about giving his life to God. And, you know, he's saying this and he doesn't trust the church because the church took advantage of him. And in that very situation, he was blessed. So it's like, you know, if anybody should be a light, you should be the light. Right. Don't don't worry about anyone else's salvation except for your own and your kids. You know, right. witness to those when the Lord puts when the Lord puts it on your heart. Don't be hesitant to put to speak truth. Right. I think that's the biggest thing that we as Christians, especially when I was coming up, you know, we follow we we faltered from speaking on truth and, and addressing wrong. If it's wrong, you know, objectively right. wrong, not subjectively. We're not talking about preference. We're talking about principle. Mm. So if it's principally wrong, make your draw your line in the sand, sink, <laughs> right, and leave it at that. Don't argue with them. It says it in First Timothy six. Mm. Like you, you, you draw your line in the sand. Like, listen, this is what I stand on. This is what I believe. Take it or leave it. Right. You know, and I got partners today. They do what they do, but they respect and understand where I stand. And because of that, our friendship might have suffered a little bit. But I learned to be content with that because I'm trying to serve the Lord and not serve myself. Oh, that's huge. Not serve yourself. Yeah. So this has been Future Focus. This is your boy, Crown One. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this. Follow me at Crown1SOG on Instagram uh, or add me on Facebook as well as Crown1SOG on Twitter. I'm not on there that much, but hey, you can hit me up. I'll hit you back. Um, That's pretty much the only time I'm really on there when people hit me up and I hit them back. Oh, man. This is Don Blink, also known as Overseer Elect. Reginald Deshaun Lewis. You can follow me at, uh, man, I forgot all that stuff. <laughs> Reginald D. Lewis. <laughs> Pastor well, Reggie Lewis. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the description, guys. <laughs> man, man, please put it in there. I forgot all them links, man. Oh, it's been so long, yeah. but this has been so good, man. It's been refreshing to do yes. this. Um, we're going to have to continue, to continue this now more than ever. Yeah. Um, so um, we got some things we want to hit next week. So, I just want everybody to recognize that God is with you. He loves you. And um, if he's not in your life, let him come into your life. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Um, That's important. Yes, sir. Well, guys, check out the latest episodes of Future Focus. You can follow us here on YouTube or follow us here on Facebook. But more importantly, you can check us out on Apple uh, Podcasts. Be sure to leave a review. It really helps the show out. Hope you guys are blessed. We'll talk to you soon. God bless you.